everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey Lennon. And this is Volume Up by the Tees. So we've seen Pamela Anderson emerge in our feed with Tommy. (laughs) And one thing that is sticking out to me is the skinny eyebrows. Are they back? We think they're back. What are your thoughts? I mean, I'm cringing. People can't see me. Well, maybe they'll see us. Um, cringing at the idea of a Pamela Anderson brow. I mean, the mm-hmm. the show, the Pam and Tommy thing, like the attention to detail is incredible. Like they've captured that look. I I don't, do we really need to go back to skinny brows? Like no. it was so unforgiving. Yeah. Like, and, and people are just now coming back from over plucking to the extent. I, like, it will mm-hmm. take decades to grow them back. That's what nobody realizes. I was going to say, Gen Z learned the lesson that we've learned. Like, so you're, you know, uh, just don't do it. This is also when don't you said it. that she's returned, she has also returned herself, not just her likeness via Lily James or whatever. Yeah. Pamela Anderson is going to do this Netflix series and she's still rocking skinny brows, which is... And you know what? She can't hold on to a man to save her soul. What is going on? She's Pamela Anderson. I don't, you know, I don't know. It's all maybe the brows. I don't know. Might be the brows. They're shocking. (laughs) They shouldn't. They shouldn't come back. That's you've heard it here. If you're a listener and you want a skinny brow, like we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Please, please, please get in touch with us because I'd love to understand the thought process there. Look, on last week's episode, we talked with the one and only Frederick Aspiris, master wig maker, hairstylist to the star, a one Lady Gaga. Frederick Aspiris has earned his reputation as the leading artist, one of the leading artists in the beauty industry. Five years after his move to L.A. from the Bay Area, he was introduced to Lady Gaga and the rest is history. We talked with Frederick on our last episode all about his journey, which was incredible. He was so open, which kind of shocked me. Uh, as well as his collaboration with Lady Gaga. So if you're a Gaga fan, a little monster like myself, you gotta, you know, just go back and listen to that episode. Uh, It's worth it. And of course, he's up for an Oscar. So fingers crossed for him and for his team that he takes home a win at the upcoming awards, which is probably going to be airing very close to when this episode goes live. And yeah, kudos to him. And if you like that episode and you like learning more about the industry, those who are enacting change and creating a better world, make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tees and send in questions to volume up at the tees.com, including your thoughts on skinny brows. Yes. Let's hear it. All right, Jeff. On this week's episode, we are talking with Gabby, just Gabby. You'll real you'll know why. It's just Gabby from Trilla Nails. She is a creative and a creative, not just in the sense of from a salon professional standpoint, but she also specializes in content creation, beauty imagery, and her bread and butter, the nail artistry of it all. Her Instagram is Trilla Nails. She's incredible. She really creates vibrant concepts that connect with other beauty enthusiasts and brands to celebrate real emotion and social identities that make us truly who we are. And that's Trilla AF, as she says. Uh-huh. Yeah. She wow. is absolutely amazing. You're going to love this interview. She might be the most passionate person I've ever talked to about the artistry of nails. Wow. Well, I can't wait to listen. Uh, but before we get to that interview with Trilla Nails, we're going to talk yes. about something that's a little bit gross. Sorry. Oh, okay. um, uh, so first up, 
Do you have a signature scent, a perfume, something you use? I, I just say it, just share it for the, the podcast listeners. Of course. And it's been an evolution. Okay. <laughs> so for a majority of my like 20, like 19 to let's say 32, I was doused in Michael Kors. Ooh. Doused in it. Wow. And this I felt honest. great about it. Mm. I felt mm. really I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Yep. Yep. When I walked in a room, Michael <laughs> came with me. Michael came right he along. He was there too. Yep. Okay. MK. Okay. So then my scent evolution, you know, got to like tone it down from Michael and I. I moved swiftly on to Joe, Joe Malone. And they discontinued my favorite, but I also am a connoisseur of wood, sage, and sea salt. Um, I love the intense colognes that they have because I tend to go that way. And then out of sheer trendiness, years after said trend, I then moved on to Le Labo. Le Labo? La Labo. Yes. Mm. And so There's now- There's no wrong answers. Yes, Santal 33, but more so Ambriette. Ooh. Well, then this might be right up your alley. A recent story from L.com suggests that there is, quote, a new wave of subtle yet evocative fragrances that aim to emulate the intimate warmth of human skin and, quote, mm. uh, do, do we want fragrances to smell like skin? That, that, that's the question that I want to pose to you. So, I mean, there's been moves from the Lalabos of the world, however we pronounce that. Is it French? Is it English? We don't know. Is it Midwestern? I don't know. It might be. It's impossible. It's impossible to tell. (laughs) Um, We should get somebody from the brand on the podcast. Uh, But, you know, they've been investing in these like musky, peppery scents Mm. instead of the heavy florals uh, in order to sort of soften things up. Maybe do you you want perfume or fragrance that smells like skin? It's the big question. I don't understand what skin smells like. That's exactly right. Okay. What is baseline? I want my skin to smell like Ambriette, <laughs> but I want Ambriette not to smell like my skin. <laughs> like it's reversed. Mm-hmm, it's reversed. Mm-hmm. And so I get it. You know, we're coming out of social isolation. We want to connect on all of our senses. Skin sense, they're saying, can give us all those things. Whose skin is the scent? That's what I'm saying, right? Like, I think we, we have to understand... <laughs> who we're basing this skin mm-hmm. scent off of. And if we like that scent first yeah. and then sure, maybe we do want to smell maybe like we get on skin. board. Maybe, you know, I... actually this is coming full circle. Mm. Ambriette with Le Labo is actually supposed to smell like a newborn baby. It's the, wow. just the gentlest of smell for me. When you put like 15 to 20 sprays on, it's not so gentle, but Maybe I'm going to send you over some and then you compare your new baby to Ambriette and tell me if they smell the same. I will. I will gladly (laughs) do so. Uh, This is incredible. Uh, All right. So now we've heard about the evolution. We want to hear from you guys. If you are into skin scented scents, let us know. Hopefully it's one or the other. It's you're not into skin scented scents plus skinny brows. Um, But again, you let us know. Tragic. (laughs) (laughs) Things that are not tragic our coverage on thetease.com. Our editorial team has been hard at work this week, just like every week, uncovering industry news, looking into trends, and diving into brands that you don't know, but you should. And here are some of our favorite headlines. First up, 
The Ordinary just launched a new hair care product and they're full of sulfates. Mm-hmm. So we've been trained not to be into the idea of sulfates in our hair care. Um, It's no secret that sulfates, however you spell them, have a bad rap. Uh, For years, the hair community has largely written off the well-known sudsing agent over its ability to strip way too much moisture from strands. And as a result, many consumers and brands have switched their focus to sulfate-free options that are believed to not only give a better, gentler clean, but are better for hair in general. Uh, However, one beauty brand the aforementioned The Ordinary, has refused to jump on this anti-sulfate bandwagon. And in fact, the cult favorite skincare brand recently expanded its hair care line with the launch of a trio of hair care products that are made with the once controversial ingredient. Maybe still controversial, let's be clear. Uh, (laughs) Much like their skincare products, this three-step hair care system takes a science-forward approach towards caring for hair, By highlighting the use of sulfates in its new line, The Ordinary ultimately hopes to clear up the misconception that this hair care ingredient is harmful to our strands. In moderation, it's not. Which begs the question, Kelly, are you convinced, are you going to be using The Ordinary's hair care system featuring sulfates? Lay it on me. You know, I haven't really thought about sulfates much, to be honest with you. Mm, I do like a good sudsing, makes me feel good, makes me feel better. And, you know, for them, they're saying that the anti-sulfate messaging has labeled sulfates harsh, but with appropriate concentration levels, they can be effective. So I've got to believe that the people over at The Ordinary know what they're talking about. I'd try it. Okay. And that's what we can hope for. So, I mean, if you're interested in this sulfate-filled formulation, (laughs) you should definitely go over to thetees.com, check out this article, and then maybe add it to cart. Test it for yourself. All right. Look, we often talk about women's hair trends on this podcast. You know, we've talked at length about the Bixie and others, things that I hope for you one day. Um, Something on the tease.com right now is five men's hair trends to watch out for this year. Uh, 2022 has really only just begun and it's been pretty wild for hair so far. Uh, We've seen octopus haircuts, shullets, AKA mm-hmm. shaggy mullets. You already know. I mean, everybody that's listening know. to this podcast yeah. knows. Um, as well as the return of the Bixie, we just talked about it. Uh, and that's been just among women. But guys, we're not going to leave them out. Luckily, we've scoured the internet on the tease.com to discover styles, cuts, and colors that are set to dominate men's hair for all of 2022, from a new take on the buzz cut to an in sync era hair. These are the haircuts that you can expect all of your clients to be requesting from now until year's end. Um, go over to the tease.com to check out what we're talking about. Kelly knows. So I'm going to ask you, Kelly, if your boys could only have one of these five hairstyles, Ooh. which one would it be and why? Wow. Hair is a I know, big topic I know. this week, especially we love this week. I, before we get there, my, my six-year-old's highlights were getting in his <laughs> time. Okay. I said six. He's actually nine. Okay. Sorry. My nine-year-old. So I said, hey, let me cut those. I cut them too short, which then ensued an entire event around which he wore his stocking cap for a day, refused to go to school, then enrolled professional barber that afternoon and so on and so forth. So we've got to be careful around here. (laughs) 
Let this be a lesson. But if I had to pick one, I mean, I love the floppy 90s fringe because they do have curl. Both of my boys have curl, Mm -hmm. as do you. And I believe when I met you, you might have had the floppy 90s fringe. I was going to say something not too far from that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good look. My husband has curls. I'm making him grow out his hair as well against his will. Um, (laughs) So I'm going 90s fringe. What about you? Um, I mean, I think the Technicolor dye job is where Same. I'm at. Um, yeah, I'm like very that. much looking forward to going back to, to blonde and then mixing it up. So that one has like been a tried and true. I mean, we've seen it a couple of years now, but it's not going anywhere. So I'm thinking that I might dabble in that bad boy um, again. Okay. All right. Also on the tease.com, something that's a little bit more serious uh, and that we're very excited about is the article P&G Beauty and Fairchild Media Group launch a new diversity equity and inclusion fund. So when it comes to diversity and inclusion in the beauty industry, P&G Beauty and Fairchild Media Group are doing their part to make sure that it's a top priority. This past week, the two companies joined forces to announce the launch of a new entrepreneurial-focused project called the Fairchild Founders Fund. Say that five times fast. Uh, (laughs) Diversity and Equity and Inclusion, DEI, which will help find the next generation of companies who are making a meaningful difference in the area of diversity, equity, and inclusion. This new fund, which is part of the 2022 FNG Virtual Diversity Forum taking place on March 23rd, is available to startup and entrepreneurial brands, agencies, retailers, and suppliers in fashion, apparel, footwear, beauty, and wellness. And while all are welcome to apply, ideal applicants and brands will have existing DE&I programs in place with the founder who is of a diverse race, gender, ethnicity, age, sexual orientation, nationality, socioeconomic status, or disability. So Kelly, the question is, is this the right step? Or too little, too late. Oh, too little, too late. Come on. Get with it. I know. I mean, this is potentially polarizing opinion, but really, (laughs) this is new. Yeah. Just now. They're doing it. They're doing it. They're doing it. Right. Like we're and good for them. And thank you to them. We need more brands to follow in their footsteps and very swiftly because the time is now. The time is now. The time was uh, then. The time was the, back then. Okay. The time is past now. Yeah. I mean, there's so much going on. This is the least that we could be doing. Uh, so kudos to them. Go over to the tees.com. Check out this article for more. Certainly how you can sign up if you were interested in applying. All of that's there in the article. Uh, and as always, there's so much going on at the tees.com. So if you're not checking it out on the regs, you definitely should. Uh, thank you to our hardworking editors. We are proud to publish stories that salon pros and consumers care about. Next up, Gabby with Trilla Nails. So excited for you to hear this pod. Get ready. We're diving into the nail industry and no one better to do it than her. All right, everybody. Today on the podcast, I am so excited for our new guest. And I'm going to let her do her fancy bio. Uh, Tell a little bit about yourself. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Hi, everyone. I'm Gabby. Um, I'm currently based in Charlotte, North Carolina, but I travel all over. So Charlotte may not be the only place where you see me around. Um, I'm a creative that specializes in nail artistry, um, content creation, beauty imagery, all the things. Um, I love to create vibrant concepts that connect with other beauty enthusiasts and clientele to celebrate real emotions and also with nails. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Yeah. So I mean, um, 
That's me. That's you. And I love your background. We see all of the colors. I'm like, I always gravitate towards a neon, which maybe, maybe on point, may not be on point. You're going to tell me. How many? So many. (laughs) So fun. It's like a a little workshop there that you've got going on. But Mm -hmm. yes, so you specialize in content creation, beauty imagery, like you mentioned, and Mm -hmm. are a nail technician. And I want to get into a little bit about you, your industry background. I know that you've been in the industry for a little over 10 years. Do I have that right? No. Okay. So I've been in the industry for almost four, but I've always been a nail artist. Okay. Well, I've I've always been an artist. Let, Let me say that. I've always been an artist. I've always played around with my nails, but officially like as a nail technician going on four years. Yes. All right. Amazing. So obviously you were experimenting on your own before. Um, Tell me about why you were interested in nails and nail art at a young age and how it brought you to where you are today. So I think, you know, for the ones that like have started getting nails, like very young, my mom always pampered herself and she always got her nails and toes done. So I was always with my mom and I would sit right down there, you know, and put my hands out. Like, what about (laughs) me? You know? Um, so I always got my nails painted and things like that and got like little designs of my nails, like way back when, um, I actually could not have, it was a rule in my house where I could not have any nail extensions until I was out of my mom's house. So I could not wait for the day. (laughs) Okay, and what was the rule based on? The upkeep? Just like you it was know, a rite of passage? No, I don't I have no idea. Even for prom, like my natural nails had to be painted and I have very small nail beds. And so it was like these like little baby nail beds. Like, no, I just like, you know, one like something like classy, you know, and I'm seeing all the other girls like with their French manicures and stuff like that, you know for like all the formal dances, me, nope, just chip polish, whatever, you know, it's fine. Um, but I did play three sports and like all throughout school. So I was very active, but I, again, I was always creative and I was always an artist. And so, you know, any way that I can really express myself, whether it be through clothes or my room, things like that, like I always wanted to do. Um, but I don't know what it was. And I think my mom told me one day that she got acrylic nails and had an allergic reaction. And from then on, she never had nails. And so she was scared for me. That could be it. However, I was willing to risk it all. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And did you ever look back like since the day or is it hard now to have nail extensions on and be so intricate in your designs? So right now I don't have any on and this is the only time like you'll catch me like with them off, which is, it's insane. So when I actually started to, I do work with nails and I usually have extra long nails, like all the things. No way. Uh Yeah. And I work with nails, but you know, like the wild thing is I went and completed nails technician school with nails on and they did not recommend that. And I was like, well, listen, just because I'm the nail tech does not mean that, you know, everybody else gets the nails and I don't get the nails. Um, so I learned how wow. to do nails, all the things with my nail extensions. And so here we are. I actually, my first set was when I was 19. I just turned 29 
the end of January. So it is, I just celebrated my 29th and my 10 year nail anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) You may be the only person I've ever known to have a nail anniversary. I have a nail anniversary. Okay. It was my 19th (laughs) birthday and I did a Disney college internship when I was in college, my freshman year. And when I got to Orlando, put all of my stuff in my room, told my mom, bye. If you want to stay here, you can. She's like, where are you going? You're going to get something to eat. Like I want to go. And I said, I'm going to the nail salon. I'm marching over there and I'm getting a full set. Yes. And I, and I did, I've had nails ever since. And you did it. This is so good. This is like, you were meant to be where you are right now. Yes. And so with the artistry backgrounds and then with the nails, when it merged together, here we are. And it's great. It's absolutely we are. Great. So you caught our eye initially, certainly because of your great work, but also because of your content creation skills. And I think that really marries your artistic background, your creative background. And you really took that with your social and kind of ran with it. So, you know, for any nail technicians out there, nail professionals struggling with content creation for social Tell us about your strategy behind that. Like, where did you get your inspiration from? Because it's good. It's good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, you know, I have redone my page over and over and over again, you know, because you look at it and it's yours. It's your baby. You're like, what do I want people to see? What do I like? I love all things like architecture. I love all things, um, fabric patterns, you know, even things like outside of nails, of course. And yeah. Um, love graphic design. I love typography. I was one of those people who my favorite time of the school year was the beginning of the year. And it wasn't because of the people, it wasn't because of the classes, anything like that, or like the new clothes. It was so that I could go school supply shopping. I wanted to go down the aisle with all the brand new pins and all the brand new Sharpies and stuff. And I just wanted to be submerged. I was like, oh, okay. Yes. I want all the brand new sticky notes. I want all the Mm -hmm. colors, like kind of how I like lay everything out, you know, like back Uh behind me and stuff like that. Like that's my favorite thing. And so with my content creation, I've always tried to figure out, okay, how do I show nails with showing my personality, right? Because social media changes every day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like post a reel and I'm not getting ready to break down into a dance anywhere for anyone. So post a reel, you know, we want to know more about you. Like, you know, we never get to see your face. Like, you know, we don't know like your personality and the most recent rebrand. And I think that's what you're talking about is where I said, you know, we're going to get to know me. And so I archived so many nail photos. And I bought myself a Canon camera, bought myself like professional lighting and I have it at my apartment. Um, And I never did anything with it. And I'm like, Oh, like, I know what I want to do. Like I have an idea, things like that. So um, I, last year I actually had a stroke. Oh my God. Yeah. And. um, Oh, wow. I'm very sorry (laughs) to hear that. Whoa. No, it's okay. So. But this plays into the story. No way. Okay. 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 <laughs> I had a, uh, I had a stroke and oh. it was scary. It was weird feeling. Um, I couldn't work. And okay. that is really what just, I was on edge and I was like, mm-hmm. no, like I have to do something. And so I had all of my nail, you know, like supplies and stuff at home. 
um, after, after, after having like to close down and looked up that camera and I said, well, I'm going to teach myself how to do all the things. So good. And I did. So I had a little setup. I had the background, uh, like colors and things like that. And I started making myself press ons and okay. designing them, things like that. And it's like, you know, hmm, what are some things that all nail techs alike or all like beauty providers like alike have in common? You know, like what do we hate or what do we want to talk about? Or like, what are some funny things that, you know, we all have in common, no matter if you are in front of a hairstylist or in front of a barber in front of another nail tech. And so I started to make the content like that. And that's kind of where it took off. So it was a way for me to still be around the community while I was recovering um, and to kind of have like my therapy and, you know, frustration kind of let out. Yeah. So that's where that actually came about. So, I mean, that that's incredible because my next question was just like scrolling, scrolling through your feed, like who the heck's hands were these in all of them? And they were you with mine. Yeah. That you did. My favorite is the orange nails. that says your nails aren't can openers because (laughs) we've all been there. Like, yep. Mm hmm. Um, there's like so many ideas that I have. And now that I'm back at work, it's kind of like slowed down, but I have like so many ideas and so many unedited pictures that I haven't even gotten to edit yet to post. So there's more on the way coming. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, like little things like that, right. That like, we always tell our clients to be like, they're jewels, not tools, you know? And they're like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Great. Yeah. No, I know. Mm -hmm. And then when you come in, they're like, I don't know what happened. It's like, uh huh, yeah. sure. Tool. Sure. So you're yeah. using it as a tool. Exactly. <laughs> so that was like, you know, one of the things like your nail, your nails are not a can opener. So yeah, it's good. It's just I mean, things like that. Okay. So then did your feed <laughs> really start taking off and like your follower base when you were developing this content or did you have a pretty solid base before then? I had a pretty solid base before. Okay. Um, and I had so many more pictures before and I just archived right. them all because yeah. it's like, you know what, this is what I want to do. And it was a lot of like trendy stuff that I did before. Um, I even archived my most viral posts. Uh, yeah. Brave. All of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I mean, I would have like 60,000 <laughs> likes on a photo and I was like, archive because it was just like, you know, it was like before COVID it was like 2019 and, I'm like, you know what? Times are, you know, it's different. And yeah. this is kind of where I wanted to pivot and to do these things. So I think I have gotten even more of a following, you know, because of this. And I've been mm-hmm. posted on like different platforms, things like that, like because of it, you know, but it makes me feel good. Um, not for the popularity of it, but because I know I'm resonating with other people and it may not be like, Hey, like I'm trying to make a new trend, like, oh, euphoria nails or something like that. Those things are great. You know what I mean? But it doesn't necessarily work with everybody. And I think with me now, what's meaningful to me is people resonating with my content and we're actually having a conversation about it. Like in like the comments, things like that. Like there was one about tipping. Yeah. And for service providers, we see things one way. And clientele may see things another way, or they may yeah. not understand why certain providers say, you know, 
I prefer this as a tip or, you know, this is the standard, whether you go out to eat or whether you're getting a beauty service done, whatever, what have you. And it was a way for other providers, other beauty providers to get in the comments, you know, and have that conversation and kind of tell their story. And then people who aren't even their clientele, but just consumers, you know, overall look and read and say, oh, you know, I actually never thought about it that way. Yeah. Thank you, you know, like for saying this. And it's all because I made a post that kind of ruffled some feathers, but it got people to have a conversation. And that is more meaningful to me than a post that gets a couple thousand likes or a couple hundred yeah. likes or something like that, you know? Right. But all around, I'm still post-wise, you know, photo-wise, I'm still including my industry and the nail artistry of it, but as a whole. So, yeah. you know, a different outlook that, yeah, I haven't seen I love that, in, in the industry. Yeah. I mean, that is not just a beautiful nail pick that's in the feed or in the, you know, yeah, that you get fed as consumers, right? right. Um, so, okay, drilling a little bit down on the tip conversation, mm-hmm. tell me about what your philosophy is. I have a few okay. philosophies, honestly. Um, I have worked in food and bev, like food and bev industry. I've been a server. I've been a bartender. I've done it all. I've worked retail. I've worked corporate. I used to work for NASCAR corporate. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. I've done just about any and everything before I had my own business. If I was still a server, you know, and even when I'm not, me personally, if I don't have the money to at least give them 20%, I won't go out to go eat. That's not everybody. That's just me. Okay. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. Um, in North Carolina, you get paid $2.13 as your base. You don't oh. even get paid minimum wage and you live off of your tips. So depending on where people are in the world, all over the world, the United States, whatever, everything's different, you know? So I can only see it from my lens Mm -hmm. and my experience. So that's, again, like, that's just me. As a service provider, when I, you know, became a nail technician and had my own business, on the outside looking in before I was one, I probably thought just like everybody else, oh, well, they make their own rates they make their own prices so they must be able to take all of the money home or majority of the money home right right and now that i'm a service provider that's definitely not the case totally so and if anything when you become a service provider it's funny because especially when you first start out you don't even pay yourself you know it's like it's years Mm -hmm. in before you even pay yourself And you're always reinvesting the money into your business. Of course, you know, like you pay like, you know, your rent or your mortgage, if you have one car payment, whatever. Other than that, you're not paying yourself a wage Mm -hmm. and a rate, you know? Um, And it's always nice when you have clients who understand, who appreciate your artistry and, you know, your professionalism and looking out for them, um, grabbing them a coffee or having a coffee maker. Like I have an espresso maker, you know, or just something like that, you know? Um, tips are always nice. And so if you can, I mean, anything helps, you know, like to me, um, 20%, I would say from, you know, people I know is standard. So that'd be great. I don't get upset if it's less than 20% or whatever. And it's like something extra because you don't know people's pockets. You don't know what their financial situation is. And I'm not going to stand here and count anybody else's pockets. You know, sometimes people, they just, they're happy enough just to sit in your chair, you know? So I get it. I'm a little bit more like lenient, but I know other 
beauty professionals, individuals that it doesn't matter. They're just like, I can't believe like this person didn't tip me or I can't believe this, that, whatever. Um, but I also believe in the same sense that in a client standpoint, I wouldn't go to a provider and expect them to go beyond above and beyond for me. And I never tip them not once, you know, and I want them to be so lenient with me. Like, Hey, instead of, I know you have a 10, 15 minute policy, but I'm going to be 45 minutes late. Don't cancel me. I can see, you know, somebody being lenient if they tipped and they, you know, took care of you and you take care of them, Yeah, you know, and it's a, you know, give and take that way. But if not, then it's like, uh, I'm not coming in on my day off. I'm not, you know. Yeah, it's a given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's just like things like that. Um, It just like depends, but, you know. No, it's that makes different wherever sense. you are, you know what I mean? So it's just yeah. like, uh, you know. Well, yeah, I world. feel like with my nail technician, I have that same kind of relationship. It's like I tip yeah. really well because I'm in the industry. So yeah. And then she'll text me and be like, hey, want to come 10 minutes early? Or hey, um, I have something opening up. I know that you wanted to come in. So there's like that relationship. Right. Absolutely. This is a mutual mm-hmm. respect, right? It's yeah, like I respect it, your time. And her skills and abilities, certainly. So, yeah. Right. And as providers, we respect, you know, you guys' time as well, you know, like Mm -hmm. uh, as our clients is because I've known many horror stories where people have made an appointment and they're not seen until an hour, 30 minutes after, you know, two hours, you know, that they made their appointment. And when you make your appointment, I make sure that I am ready and all set for you. You know, like this is your time. I, you have my undivided attention and it's not going to anybody else, you know? So absolutely. Mutual yeah, that is kind of interesting. And there can be salons or kind of in a reputation of like, yeah, we'll just take anyone like, come in, it'll be 10 minutes. But you're like, is it going to be 10 minutes? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Yeah. And I have clients who, you know, are business owners themselves or their parents or, you know, they're working and this is their break. It's just like, I'm respectful of your time. Just like, I want you to be respectful of mine and so on. So, So, um, you know, you have such incredible design and artistry. I mean, I think your nails are not for like the everyday, right? (laughs) I mean, this definitely elevated a couple notches. But tell me about like I can do both. What is the significance of like the detailed artwork and artistry for you? Like, did you always set out to kind of you know do something that's more elevated from like a trend perspective? Um, I'd love your thoughts on that. No, okay. So I the way that I think of the nails that I like and the nails that I do, I want you to be a walking canvas. innocence you know you love warhol cool let's do it let's put it on your nails and let's be a walking canvas let's be you know i one thing that makes me cringe is when you can go somewhere and somebody's like oh i love your nails i just had that last week (laughs) not happening not happening first of all my heart would drop and i've heard it before and i'm just like i can't believe you know or people like oh my god we're twins and it's like "Mm, no no no." and me i'm just like no i can't now if we have like the same color fine but you know if it's just like one like solid color okay fine you know you have white toast so does like 
50 other people right, fine right. there's other colors you know like you don't just have to have white toes but that's a whole story. <laughs> <laughs> um but so let's i guess i can explain it in this way maybe it'll make a little bit more sense sorry okay. i know it's loud in the back um so the name trilla nails right yeah. um trilla is like a kind of a like a urban word for true and real you listen to like a lot of songs, stuff like that, kind of like the street name of like Trill right. or like Trilla is like true and real put together. Okay. Trilla, right. Okay. So I came up with that name to like stay true, to remind myself to stay true and real to myself. I want my clients to do that like for themselves, you know, and so on. When I was coming up with my name, there was like things like Gabby nailed it or nails by Gabby. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's cute. But like, it's so cookie cutter and so yeah. like uh and it wasn't me you know and i wanted to stay like real to myself i'm like i would change my name every year if <laughs> that's what i had to do and i was like that's just that's not me like i can't i can't do it so i had the name and i had never like heard anybody else you know like to have it. and i was like cool like that's what it is and it's a reminder you know like mm-hmm. for myself and so it's like okay gabby what would you like on your nails and what you know, what would make you stand out? And that's what I want for my clients. And that's yes. what I want just, um, you know, like for me to kind of let them know, like, hey, this is the place where I want you to express yourself and I'm going to help you. There's awesome. so many times where I have like clients, they're like, hey, I love everything you do, but you scare me. And I'm like, that's so great. <laughs> I'm like, that's that that so great. Yeah, that, that's amazing. That's so yes. great. They're like, I think you're amazing. You absolutely scare me and I'm here and I don't know why I'm here, but I've been following you for a long time. And like, I don't know what, but like my favorite colors are beige mauve and like a lighter beige. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So I have those, but we're not going to use those today. So keep telling me about yourself and then we're going to pull it out of you, you know, and we go for it every time and i've had clients where they've been with me for a year two years you know three years now and i find their first like photos like when we first you know have our first appointment to now and they're like ew whose nails are those and i'm like that's you years ago and they're like i can't even imagine doing that i've evolved right yeah yeah to help people evolve and to really show their personality through nails. Yeah. Um, I and I that. think that that's great. And we don't have to minimize what we like or to express ourselves any less just because, oh yeah, I'm getting like nails done or whatever, you know? And that's what I said, like it takes however long it takes is because we really are creating masterpieces on <laughs> nails, you know? You love parts and characters, things like that. We can put logos on there, you know? And they're all by hand, they're not stickers. So- yeah. It's just like, it's one of a kind, it hurts every time, you know, like drilling the, like the gel off. You're like, like, I can't, can we save these? And it's like, you can't, but it's right right over those puppies. Yeah. Just to go right over. So, um, you know, it's, it's staying true and real to myself and making sure that, Hey, like when you come here, I think people get that. Like when they come to me, they know they're going to get one of a kind nails as much as possible. And of course there's sometimes where you're like, I want this set and I want it now. And I can't think of anything else, you know, and it'll be like a trendy thing, but there's been a time where I started a trend. 
on Instagram and Pinterest and stuff like that. When we had like the nineties nails and stuff, Mm -hmm. that was me. So, you know, it's like, yeah, I still have people to, you know, like tag me and like the nineties nail art style. I got this from you from like years ago. And it's like, it's great. You know what I mean? But like, for me, it's like, cool. It's evolved. So I love that. Okay. So from a brand perspective, you know, um, I saw your post educating on nude colors. Talk to us about how brands can be better supporters of all consumers out there. Are there brands that are doing a great job at this? Are there favorites of yours? Brands are doing a better job of this. Um, the gel bottle is doing a great job. Okay. Uh, I would say they're like really the first ones that came out with a plethora of colors that could really go with any skin tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so huge shout out to the gel bottle. Um, I'm sure there's other brands. That's like probably one of my favorites okay. that I know that you can match any color as far as like a neutral rose. Um, so nude right yeah nude is this word that i don't know where we got it from but for so many years nude has been pink like a sheer pink or a neutral (laughs) and it's like neutral to who exactly pink is not everyone's (laughs) undertone (laughs) right and it's like okay hmm no, like think of it as like a lipstick, right? Like you can't say, yeah. oh, I want a new lipstick. And then we put on the same exact color lipstick and it looks completely different. Same thing for your nails, right? Yeah. Yeah. So not everybody's neutral or nude is going to be, you know, a pink tone or, a, you know, a sheer white, things like that. There's yeah. people of color. There's people where we're all shades, right? They like, were right. all different shades. Like think of makeup, like foundation, right? It was big when Rihanna, you know, like did like her Fenty line is because she had shades from like the whitest of the white shade to the darkest of the dark and everything in between. Um, Orange undertones, brown undertones, blue undertones, purple, pink, you know, just all the undertones. And so it's the same thing when it comes to the nail industry. Yeah. You know, we need more nudes, if you will, or more neutral tones. And it all depends. You can't just have one or two in your arsenal, because you don't know who's coming to sit in your chair, right. what their undertones are going to be. Um, and so that's what I meant, like with that post is because when you say nude and you're, you know, you're a brand and you want to connect with all these people, well, guess what? They're not connecting with you. You know, like they're not using their, your products and things like that is because they can't find anything for themselves. Right, right. 100%. You know, and they want to, they're like, oh, I love that, but I need that where it suits me. Right. So for me, um, I have a darker skin tone. So my neutral or nude is going to be darker than maybe yours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when we're, you know, at a, say we're somewhere corporate and they say we have to wear a nude. Well, if a light brown or something like that is a neutral for me, is a nude for me, you can't say, well, that's not nude because it is. True. True. It's nude for me. So I think that we're yes. growing into understanding that. <laughs> um, but it's taken a long time. And it's taken a really long time. Yeah, it's taken a really long time. And I don't think that it should have to take so long. Um, is because 
as a nail technician, I'm still a consumer, right? Like I have people who are consumers for me, but I'm also a consumer. And so I want to provide the very best and I want to be able to include anybody that wants to come to me, right? I want to have colors that complement your skin tones, whether it be something neon or whether it be a pink and stuff like that. You can't just have one red and think that it's going to suit everybody right yeah. there's different undertones of red there's more bluer reds there's more orangier reds you know and it works for everybody you can have a red and i want to make sure that i have something for you when you get here when you sit down with me i don't want you to feel like you know i love this but it's just it doesn't look right on me and right. i want to get i want people you know even the ones that don't come to me whether you're sitting in somebody else's chair i never want anybody to feel like i love this but i can never get it because it doesn't work for me. It doesn't look yeah. good on me. No, mm -hmm. because guess what? We're going to find something that you love, not mm -hmm. like, but that you love. What color do you want? Great. Cause I have so many hues of this color and we're going to find the perfect one for you and you're going to love yeah. it. That's great. And I just love the thoughtfulness in that, you know, yeah, I have, you have to be, yeah. Just the, that you are going so many steps further into like thinking about the undertones, of specific colors and how it would match with the skin tone or not. It goes yeah, back to your shirt for everybody. Yeah, like and he <laughs> does, right? <laughs> Crayola, all the things, you know. Um, but it's it's more of like inclusion, um, right. and I think about it, and it comes natural to me is because I am a person of color, and even in this industry, it's very hard, you know. And you see the differences and things, and you're like, oh, <laughs> you right. know, right? Yeah. Um, but I never want somebody to feel out of place. Like, yeah, I might scare you, you know, it's because I'm out there with color and I want to use color and I want to do all these things. And you're like, what? Like, I can't, you know, I, I won't be able to pull that off. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't, that's why I said, like, I could do both. Even if you come in and you're just wanting like one color, right? Because like plain colors, I love that neon that you have on your nails right now. You, yeah, I love that. I peeped that yesterday. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, and it's just like, great. You know, I have neons too, or I have like something, you, you have a job interview. That's great. I have something for you, you know, like weddings. What are you wearing? Like, let me see the dress, bring it in, you know, like tell your seamstress to cut off a little piece for me and oh. let's do something, you know? And I've done that before, like plenty of times. Uh, so I just feel like I'm not doing enough if I'm not thinking about everyone, even the people that I haven't met yet. Wow. Uh, because, you, because you never know who is going to sit down with you. You never know who's right. looking at you. You never know who has had your photo safe for like two years now, who's yeah. been waiting for the time that they just have the chance to come and sit in your chair. And I never want to, I never want them to feel like, oh, well, she didn't have enough, you know, or she didn't have something that suits me. Right. I'm going to sit here and we're going to sit here and you're going to, you're not going to leave until you love it. And that's like one of my mottos, you know, I'm just like, no, yeah. I don't want you to like it. I can tell it is body language too. Right. You know, when somebody's just sitting there, they're like, yeah, right. To go grab my purse and go. Right. No. Like I want you to be like this, like, Oh my God, are these my hands? I can't believe, you know, because it can have, you know, like it's for you. And I, I want you to have that moment and not have anybody else to be able to steal that moment away from you. Yes. Not going in the grocery store, going to the mall and saying, Oh, I have that too. No, you know, you don't No, <laughs> And it's exclusive to you. You know, it's like exclusivity, you know, like I think of all of my clients as like celebrities, 
Like you go, like absolutely. You know, walk out of here and strut back with stride. Like, you know, like it's just something that I want everyone like to feel is because when you're done up, when your hair's done or, you know, if lashes are your thing, if you, your nails are your thing, you know, like, you know how, like when you get a pedicure and you feel lighter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's, it's like, you know, like that. And like, you feel good about yourself. And we, okay. we have, we all have sugar, honey, iced tea. Cause I don't know if I'm allowed to say it on here, but we all have things, you know what I mean? Yeah that we're going through in life. You never know when somebody is sitting in your chair, what yeah. they've gone through, right. what they're getting ready to go through, you know? So the time that I have, whether I have an hour with you, two hours with you, three hours with you, we're going to make it the best, you know, time that we have together. I'm getting ready to hold your hands for a couple of hours. That is <laughs> so the true. Of it. Yeah. There is like, a, I don't mean like a weird intimacy, but you are physically touching someone. Absolutely. And physically holding their hands. Yeah. Which I mean, how many times a week, a day, a month do you hold hands with someone? So many times. You <laughs> <laughs> lots of hand holding, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, you know, like just when you're pure and when you have a lot of thoughtfulness uh with people, they can feel that because it's also like an energy exchange, right? Yeah. You know, my client is going through a lot I feel that during our appointment it's like oh my gosh you know like how do I make this person happy or you know what it's a venting session I'm not only a nail technician you know little did I know I'm also a therapist Mm -hmm. um I'm also um a consultant for car mechanics I'm also (laughs) you know I'm like a dermatologist I'm like a color matcher for like Mm -hmm. cosmetics you know like I'm the human form of Yelp I am you know (laughs) I For am sure. the, the food guide, the tour guide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm all the things. So you, you have to be together. It. It's so good. It's so good. What a cool perspective. So yeah. now I want to know your perspective on like, what are some trends you're seeing? Actually, what are some trends you're setting? Like, what's the future? Like, where are you headed in the next couple of months? Like, what are we going to see in our Instagram feed that you've done? So where am I headed? I honestly want to head into the realm of like bringing some airbrush looks back. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh. Um, that's kind of where I'm headed. Also, right. more of like fine art nails. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So I'm really into that now. And that's going to be like my my thing i definitely want to incorporate some high art things as well um okay. like jean-michel basquiat uh-huh. um, you know keith herring things like that you know like kind of bring it back a little nostalgia oh. you know here and there um and then yeah like get very abstract at the same time like with some airbrush i think when we think of airbrush nails we're thinking way back in the days when we'd go to the nail salon and like get the one playboy bunny nail or something 100%. like that or like something you know and it's like no like it's, it's butterfly so oh, yeah. Now. yeah like it's so mm-hmm. much more than that now and i'm like ready to kind of break that glass ceiling of like what we think you know and mm-hmm. kind of run with it and see where that takes me also the content i definitely want to do more of that and like really dig into some topics you know that might ruffle yeah. others that might make us laugh mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, because but that's good to content, right? For yeah, you to have a voice absolutely. and say the things that other people might be too afraid to say, or it's mm-hmm. not like commonly discussed, right? Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and my goal, I don't know if this is gonna happen, but one of my goals is to I've been listening to the people and they've been asking me, you know, we wanna know the behind the scenes mm-hmm. of things now. I take all of my own photos mm-hmm. and stuff, and I don't know how I'm going to film that. That would be very well, interesting. Hmm, they want to see like your application, like how from start to finish. Not e- not even for the nails. They want to see right. how I take the photos. Oh, the production, like all of that, and so you know. And it's funny is because I will tether my camera to my laptop. And when I have two hands in a photo, I'm actually pressing the shutter button with my toe (laughs) on my laptop. (laughs) This is so good. (laughs) We're going to be able to film this. I've been thinking like, okay, I might need a friend to come over and just take my cell phone and kind of show how I do things. Like, don't help me. I'm showing yeah. the people how I do this. Like I'll be like this. And then I'll put my laptop on the ground and I'm looking and I'm like reaching like, wow. Got it. You know, wow. and I take like a hundred photos like that. You see, was I in the frame, you know, and I might have two frame, photos that are in the frame. We go with one of those. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, there's a photo that's um, that I'm going to, uh, excuse me, a video that I'm going to do. And it shows how I make the, the cakes in like my content photos. So you make like, those. Oh yeah. Yeah. For example, there's one for Valentine's day that says, um, I need money for nails with a cake box. Uh-huh. And, um, uh, I made that. It's fake. Dang. Yeah. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. so like making your own props because you know, it may seem like this whole glamorous, you know, life and stuff like that. I am broke just like the next person. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm just like you, you know, like I, people like look at my wall of polishes and they're like, wow, it's so much. And I'm like, do you know that this is like a down payment on something? Or I could have went into Gucci or like YSL mm-hmm. and had a couple. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, you know, so like... <laughs> everything that I have is, you know, like in here. So it's my investment. It's my life, you know? Right. So, yeah. (laughs) Where do most, where do your clients come to you from? Is it mostly referral based? A big part of it is other than that, it would be social media. Uh, And it's hard in North Carolina. We're very behind on a lot of things. I'm not originally from North Carolina, but um, I've been here for way too long. And um the trends like it in and, and everything else it's just so behind here yeah. uh so yeah, like so like yeah so mm-hmm. i like i said i travel a lot uh whether it be for work or oh, wow. you know, just for leisure and california is up to date new york is up to date you know miami even portland oregon up to date um <laughs> you know texas they're there north carolina is very it's a bubble here so it's a little uh, you know, frustrating to like get people to get sure. to step outside of the box, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, here and there, I would definitely say majority of it is either through social media itself or referral based. 
Got it. So will you stay in North Carolina? Like what is your kind of your next? I hope not. Evolution. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Wherever it takes me, honestly. Um, I think what the industry, at least the nail industry needs more of um, are like mentors or like, yeah, Yeah. it's not mentors. If that's not the word, I don't know. Um, It's like there's opportunities everywhere you just don't you don't know what you don't know you don't know how to get there you know so i've like thought about editorial you know like um nails and stuff like that i i know i don't know the first thing about doing that um some people uh are manicurists and nail artists through an agency yeah um yeah you know agencies will like hire you and then this is how you do a b c and d some people they want to be standalone like how i am Mm -hmm. right now some people want to be in a salon. Um, some people just want to travel wherever you are. They just want to travel to you and do like home-based appointments or events, things like that. Sure. So there's, yeah. there's, some people want to be educators. I love people, you know, I'm like, I can still do what I do and still, you know, be a speaker or educator wherever. Yeah. Some people are like, if I have to talk to more than one person that I'm servicing, I'm going to shut down, (laughs) you know? So there's different, like, you know, ways of doing things in different areas. And so wherever things take me as I evolve and grow in the industry, like I'm there. So I'm not set on one place. Yeah. I was in Charlotte for now. (laughs) I I loved, I loved, I was watching looks from the Met Gala, like the behind the scenes and the interviews. And one of them was with Grimes, who is Soji. Soji does her nails. Yeah. Soji nails. Yep. Right. And I was like, I rewound, Mm -hmm. like I rewound it. See how old I am. I played it again. (laughs) Yeah. I was just looking at her nails. They had big, bright or big, like clear kind of glass on them. Glass. Yes. It's glass. It's glass. Uh, so Soji works with, uh, and I hate that I forgot their name. Um, she works with another um, artist who makes these small, intricate glass pieces. And uh, Soji will put them on nails. And I think it's so unique and it's it so is. fascinating. Yes. And it's just, it's brilliant. As soon as you said Grimes, I knew exactly who did her nails. Wow. And it's things like that that make me excited, you know, yeah. is because yeah. it's so distinct and it's like, it's so hard to be replicated, you know? Right. And it's like, yes, like absolutely. I mean, it's mature nails for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, absolutely. it was Met Gala. It was mm-hmm. a big part of her look and it's yeah. such artistry. It's just mm-hmm. wild. It and for me, I've, I've feel like over the last handful of years, nail artistry has become so much more mainstream um, that people are taking more risks in general. Do you feel that as well from like a trend standpoint? Yes, but I don't think that we're a trend per se. We've been around for a long time. Totally. And we just, you know, um, it was just like makeup artists, you know, like they were kind of like behind the scenes, but now like makeup artists in the forefront and it's not going anywhere. Well, yeah. nails are the same thing. If you, I was just actually talking to one of my clients about this today, you know, and I'm like, I hate when people say, oh, I can't do that. Well, how do you do that? Nobody said that to Dolly. No, they did not. You know, and Dolly's <laughs> over here playing a whole guitar, you know, like uh-huh. with her long nails. Nobody said that to share. And share yeah. yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. If you look yes. back, they huh. have been that were going out and like with the designs and everything, and we don't talk about it. And it's just like we don't. You know, nail artists have been around 
for so long, you know, we've been setting trends this entire time and no one has talked about it. Right. And so I don't think that by any chance, you know, that we're a trend, we're not falling off, you know, we've been around, we're going to stay around, you know, but it's like, it's about time that we're starting to get our flowers per se. Agree. You know, it's that that we're seeing Um, and here and there, you know, we'll even get credited (laughs) here and there, not all the time. The nails are always the last to be booked. The nails are always the last to be, um, or the nail artist rather is like the last person, if so, um, to be credited, you know, like for anything, you know? And so it's just like, well, you know, look at euphoria, um, which, you know, I'm glad that I want to say the nail, the nail technician is Natalie. Um, but that now it's a whole thing. Euphoria nails. I need euphoria nails. Well, it wasn't even based on the nails. You know what I mean? Like that's something that they probably didn't even think about, but now it's this whole entire thing. Oh, look at Maddie's nails. Oh, now they're paying attention to the nails. Like, okay, what are the nails going to be like next? And it's just like, yeah, it's because we're not in the back anymore. Like put us where we belong. I love it. Yes. Oh, like show us off because we're here, you know, and you know, like it would be great. And I think we can all shine and I know we can, you know, we can, be just as great as like the most renowned makeup artists and you know hairstylists and stuff like that yeah we're nail artists and that's why you know yeah nail tech cool but it's artistry behind it and we're not just slapping something on you know we are the trends we are you know we're the ones behind the instagram nails the pinterest nails the you know everything Mm -hmm. so um i think it's great that we're finally getting recognition but we there's still more work to do yeah um, and everyone is not up to up to date on that yet, but you know, we're a force and we are all sticking together to make sure that people have more respect for nail technicians and nail artists. Um, you know, it's hard. <laughs> it's yeah. Definitely hard. Yeah. But hopefully, you know, across the board that we'll get a little bit more respect in the industry because we're not we're not the last. No one should be the last, you know, or behind the scenes or forgotten about we do you know we do a lot agree oh this has been good i love your perspective it's it's refreshing it's wonderful so (laughs) thank you so much for being with us now we're going to move on to what we call the tease quick takes yes so the first one is what is a quote that you love nothing is at last sacred but the integrity of your own mind oh okay i like that Fire. I feel that. I feel that in your spirit too, with you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the last thing that you searched on Google? <laughs> when is daylight savings time over? Yes. All right. <laughs> and it's Sunday. <laughs> okay. What is the cringiest trend you've ever tried? The cringiest trend. Yes. What is the cringiest I mean, do you want to go back to the airbrush Playboy Bunny? <laughs> but you know, okay, I don't was, think that's cringy though, but I love it. <laughs> it was because very right real. now. I'm, well, it is, yeah, because um, I'm totally watching the documentary right now. So, like, yes. the Playboy Bunny. Yeah, um, yeah. Let me see. Um, the cringiest. Okay, I got it. Okay. To me, the cringiest one was the swirls. I don't know what that is. Like it was just swirls on every nail. And I did not want to see another freaking swirl ever in my life. 
Wow. Like a full blown swirl or just like a curvy swirl? All of it. (gasps) I can throw up. Oh my. I'm sorry. I just can't. No, you are setting trends because that's everywhere in the feed right now, you know? You could be a classic French person. You know, you you could do a classic French. At this point, if you say the word swirl i just feel like you're cursing at me at this point like you are insulting my artistry if you sit in my chair at this point and say i want a swirl like i want swirls Mm -hmm. and i will continue to do your nails and i will "Mm -hmm, great but i'm not putting any swirls on you (laughs) i can't that's so good okay i love that so much okay (laughs) what animal are you most like a sloth us no just well, the one from Ice Age. I love that. So in the post Only office, the sloth, like from Ice Age, because he, he's like, oh, you know, he's very genuine, very like busy, mm-hmm. but just like slow. <laughs> and sometimes, like that's how I feel. You know, the <laughs> okay. So I should say um, the animated animal, maybe not in real life, because I've okay. never actually seen a sloth in real life. Um, <laughs> but animated, I mean, if that counts, then yeah. I would, I would say that because like, like you asked, you know, how long does it take? It takes however long it takes. Right. I can yes. be so slow, you and know, you be slow. I, yeah. You know, That's I don't what you're know. Doing. Um, you know, I could be a little feisty. So what's that? Um, maybe like an ostrich, like a real one, you know, like, have you ever gone to like the drive-in zoos and the ostriches are the ones that are like following the cars and you can't ever get them away. Like, no, no, no. And their they're, heads like, are full. Basically like, that's how I am. Like with like nail polish though. It's like, Hey, don't you design, 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 design. Yeah. Like designs, you know, and you're like, get away from me, get away from me, get away from me. <laughs> so, <say> that. <laughs> so good. Um, okay. And what is one product that you cannot live without? And it doesn't have to be a nail product. It can be, it could be beauty, hair, home appliance, whatever. Products that I cannot live without. Uh-huh. Does your phone count? <laughs> it counts. It counts. Yes. <laughs> it's very real. <laughs> my phone. Second would be my nails. But yeah, number yeah. one would be my phone. All Can right. you imagine? No. What would we Can do? You imagine. <laughs> Can you get through your entire day without your phone? No, I don't think so. Exactly. Yes. It would be the phone. All right, your phone. Um, And then the last one, advice for those who want to make it to the top of our industry. All right. Well, first and foremost, take me with you if you make it before me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Advice. I would say stay true to yourself. There's always going to be people out there that you think are genuine and you might not get the most genuine advice from certain people um whatever you want to do you can do it you just have to find out the way to do it don't when someone says no don't stop Mm. they say no you can't do it say thank you and keep going and you find someone to help you or you find that way to do something you know until until you can find it Mm. um i would say be genuine because just being artificial does not get you far. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. And find out what your worth is. Practice, 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 of course. But figure out your worth and be confident. 
um, because that's what's going to help you along the road, whether it's people that you meet in the industry or whether it's your own work. Um, when you get artist block, keep going. Keep going. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Um, and everything is not social media isn't everything. Yeah. I think those are like the best takeaways and the last but not least you define your own success yeah so the top can mean a lot of different things honestly top can mean a lot of different things. yeah for that sure definitely a lot of different things um everyone's goals are different mm-hmm. when you start to have goals that are other people's goals and they don't necessarily in the end don't align with you and that's not your goal you're going to be really unhappy in any yeah. industry yeah um you know, so my goals for my careers, maybe not the same as yours in your career. If you want to open up a salon and I want to travel, it's two different goals and two different yeah. things and the way we have to go about things and the, you know, um, what we need out of ourselves in our industry and social media uh, is great, but it is tough at the same time. Yeah. Um, it can put you in a depression pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen it in my own industry and across other industries. You know, if yeah. something is not liked quick enough, mm-hmm. if certain, you know, if a certain number of likes hasn't hit like your photo, I've seen people delete a photo and repost it to get more, you know, and even working with brands, I would definitely say brands look at your following too. Um you know, and it's it's a lot of other people judging how successful you are right. based on your social media following, and how many likes that you have. So in the end, you know, if you're where you want to be and you're happy and you have your clientele or whatever it may be, um, you know, when you, you're doing things your way, I think that's the best. You're winning. Yeah, you're winning yeah. for sure. Yeah, you're winning. I love it. Gabby, it's been so fun getting Thank to know you. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes. I love your spirit. I love you. your mission. I can see your passion. It is unwavering for Thank you. nails. A nail anniversary. Dang it. I wish yes. I would have trusted mine. <laughs> well, you know what? It's not too late. You can always guess. You can always just be like, you know I can. What? You're right. I can guess. I may have to do yeah. that. <laughs> always take a nail fee and then just like mash them all together like be like oh happy one year nail anniversary (laughs) (laughs) with my nails being this length or like yeah we rocked it out we in this shape it's our anniversary (laughs) you know (laughs) had a new shape so like we officially go together (laughs) (laughs) like we're besties and i'm not changing my shape for a little while so until like she gets on my nerves and i'm not changing the shape you know things like that all right i will never think of my nails the same. Your no. nails are a part of you, right? Like think right. of like Fran, like right. Danny Fran, like Fran Drescher, like, you know, the accessories, like your nails, like they go with, like they're helping make a break. Like you cannot forget the nails. Don't forget the nails. Yeah. And that yeah. is where our, we will end. Do not forget the nails. Do not forget the nails. Forget. <laughs> well, thank you again. This was so fun. Thank you for um, having me. All right, Jeff. I mean, there were so many topics we covered and I actually had more that I needed to get to, but I felt like I needed to give her some time back. She was a wealth of knowledge. 
the passion she has for creating individual, unique works of art. And the fact that she said she will never, ever paint a swirl on a nail. You just go and get out of her shop, if you ask. Was so savage because it's everywhere on the feed. She's that far ahead. It was good. It was good. Wow. And I'm embarrassed to say that, yeah, about a month ago, have might have had a spell. So that I did not I was just her. thinking that I would look really good with one. Um, no, her Instagram is incredible. So I'm so glad that we got to hear from her. Check her out. Find her and follow her on all of the platforms. And then find us and follow us on all the platforms. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate, and review. And follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tees. And send in questions and comments, especially about skinny brows, to volumeupatthetees.com. <laughs> Make it happen. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode. 